it's a competition clinching shot. Oh, how about that? The LET Golf Podcast, the official podcast of the Ladies European Tour. Hello and welcome to a brand new season of the LET Golf Podcast. I'm George Cooper here with Nicola Kenton. And who better to kick off the new season in 2024 than last year's two-time LET winner, Alexandra Forsling. Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing very good. How are you? We're good, yeah. Very excited for the new year. I mean, tell us about your break. What have you been up to? Um, I took, basically, I mean, after I was done playing um, LPGA Q School, I took the whole December off until New Year's, and then I started on the 1st of January again, um, and just practiced, and yeah, the usual, indoors, unfortunately, because the weather in Germany is not so nice, and we had a lot of snow and rain, and so yeah, but... Other than that, just enjoying the time at home and, yeah, excited to start it again. Yeah, I was just about to ask, like, how much time do you not spend with a golf club over the Christmas period as a professional golfer? But it sounds like January 1st, you're straight back into it. Yeah, I mean, I said I want to take off the whole December and then, um, I don't know, it worked out that I... um, went to practice on the very on the first of January because it was also a Monday so uh, it just worked out and then I was like okay I'll take the first of January to start again Um, but it was really nice just taking the whole December off and you know enjoying Christmas and New Year's and um, just doing nothing basically I mean it was a bit boring but it was definitely nice yeah and Christmas then back in Germany how was it what did you get what did your mom get you I want to hear all about it (laughs) um I don't I didn't get much just like small things you know I mean it's tough to find good presents nowadays I feel like um but we had a really nice nice Christmas I feel like German Christmas is always something special with like you know you go before even before Christmas you go to Christmas markets and which are always nice um so I would definitely highly recommend going to a German Christmas market once. Um, but other than that, um, yeah, I spend the time with my mom, my uncle and my cousin. It's always us for for Christmas. And um, yeah, it was really low key. And you obviously ended the year with quite the, the Christmas present. On top of your LPJ card, you obviously got the two wins on the LET. Yeah. And we spoke before because you got probably the two most, well, Apart from maybe the Kenyan giraffe, I think you've got like the two most unique trophies on tour. Um, the big grand tree from Mallorca and of course the cow from uh, from Switzerland, which we'll get to shortly. But come on, I want to know like where have you actually put them in the house? Because before I think you said it was like in your living room on the mantelpiece, but now you have two. So come on, where are they? Um, they're actually still in my living room. They're just standing here and um, it's... I mean, now they look like nice decorations because uh, they're such cool trophies. Um, but it's always nice to, you know, sit on the couch and then you look to the left and you see the cow standing there and it's kind of funny. So, yeah, no, I I really love the trophies. I think they're so unique and, and really cool. So, yeah. And talking of those wins, so we'll go back to Switzerland when you got that cow um, <laughs> that everyone loves, the blue cow. Obviously, you'd played in the event in 2022 um, when obviously you'd you'd finished college and you were, you know, turning pro and doing that. And it was one of your first LET events that you played in. But you knew you finished in the top 10. You knew you liked the place. So how did you approach it going into the 2023 tournament as an LET member? Um, it was just so nice going back because um, it was in that season, my first season as um, a professional, it was the one tournament where I knew the course. So once I got there, I ki- it kind of like felt, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, you know, it felt different because you've been here before, you already know kind of what to do. And I mean, obviously, as a rookie in the beginning, you feel a little lost. So you're just running around and trying to find everything where everything is at. And I was so excited for the week in Switzerland because I knew where everything was at and how the course is going to be. And, you know, I could just, you know, plan it differently. And I think that that made a difference for sure. And then when you got underway and, you know, playing the tournament, what was that like as you were going through the rounds? Obviously, we, we all know that you had no idea what you were doing on 
the last day and the fact that you ended up winning but before that the the first two tournament rounds uh how did you feel you were playing um I mean I was playing really steady and you know kind of easy going um I mean obviously you, you always have a little bit of trouble during a round but it just felt easier and um and it was just you know having my mom in the bag again it was just you know fun and I know that she loved the place so much, you know, being in Switzerland. And after the year before, she was like, oh, it's so nice. And um, so that's why we just kind of made it a made, you know, a nice trip out of it again. And um, yeah, and that's how the first two rounds felt like. And then the third was obviously a whole lot different. Then what was that like? Um, You said afterwards you had no idea that you won. So were you just playing and enjoying the day that you had? Um, yeah, I mean, I was obviously super nervous. Um, my heart rate was, you know, on the top the whole day. And um, I mean, I was uh, struggling a little bit in the beginning, you know, just wasn't hitting it so well just because I was super nervous. And but I could still play you know, my parks and I was like, okay, stay patient. The birdies will come, you know, you will get one back. And, and that's just what I tried. And then, um, you know, after you play your first birdie, it's just kind of like a relief and then you can really keep going. And that's just what I tried. And we tried to have fun. And then in the end, um, because I think the, the scoreboard or the leaderboard on, on hole 16, it was, I think it wasn't working on that day. So I literally had no idea um, how the scores were. I just knew, obviously, how my, my group was playing. But you never know if somebody in the front has a great day, you know. And, and um, I don't know. I mean, you just never know. And I actually rewatched it the whole day. And it was super, super close actually on 16 I think and on 17 yeah, was, I think 16 17 yeah exactly point, so yeah birdie she bogeyed but she was yeah exactly I think it was uh, Chloe and and Sophie that were really close and and um, I think both of them unfortunately made a bogey and but I mean I obviously didn't know that because um, I also couldn't see them so I I had literally no idea and then in the end on 18 I could you know I was like okay maybe you know maybe it's looking good I don't know because then you can see there's a lot of people around the green and you know cheering and I mean you kind of know but you don't really want to you know call it too early because then it would be so embarrassing but yeah so I just you know try tried to wait until the announce um announcement came I was going to say, and then when obviously you'd finished your round, people started running and cheering and doing all sorts of other things. <laughs> what was that like for you, the realization? <laughs> um, it was extremely overwhelming. I mean, just getting, you know, the water put over your head and the champagne and stuff. It's just, I mean, it's a great feeling. And it was nice that um, a couple other German girls um, stayed until the end and did that for you um it's always a great feeling you know when you have some some people rushing to you and you know cheering and stuff it's always better than you're just standing there alone maybe or you know so it was just a great feeling but I felt just overwhelmed I I didn't really know what to do um but yeah it was just if I could I would always go back if I could I was gonna say obviously the fact you had as you've mentioned your mom there with you um, what was her realization? Did did she have any clue what was going on more than you or not? <laughs> no, not at all. No, no. I, you know, after I held that long putt, I went up to her and I was like, I think I won. And she was like, oh, really? <laughs> and we were just, you know, clueless a little bit. But yeah, I mean, obviously she was so overwhelmed as well. And yeah, it just felt great. Yeah, I mean, she's a good luck child. Yeah, yeah, you had her in Q4 as well. Yeah. Um, Fast forward kind of two months, literally seven weeks later or whatever it is, and suddenly yeah. you're doing it all over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah but, I know. but it was a little bit different in Mallorca. You were able to enjoy those last few holes 
knowing that you kind of had it in the bag and that it was done so talk me through how that was a different experience for you but also we know how much you love Mallorca and what a special place it is for you um I mean it's going to Mallorca is always nice I'm actually flying there tomorrow again for a training camp with the German national team but um yeah it's always it's always nice to be there and I was really looking forward for the week and um I didn't know the course but I really liked it when I when I played the practice round and um yeah I just you know did it like I always do in the beginning just play my game see what comes and stuff and yeah that's what I did there and then the last round was um I don't know it was just it felt you know after Switzerland it just felt um, not easier because it's never easy I would say but um more more experienced um I knew what I was going through I knew what also before even before the round I knew what was you know what I was expecting kind of um you know how the feeling was playing in the final group and all this kind of stuff and um I just tried to you know remember that and um yeah see what comes and then um I played really good played really solid and then in the end I could finally see the leaderboards standing around and uh I knew I had a couple shot shots in front of the others and yeah so it was really nice the last couple holes just you know taking it all in and and having fun yeah because what was the difference did you, I think I remember you telling me after because you have like a heart rate monitor right that you, yeah you have on you and you were telling me like the difference between the final round in Switzerland and the final round in Mallorca I can't remember if you remember what it was but it was like huge yeah I think it? for my for Switzerland it was like at 150 it feels like all day I mean it was an extreme yeah um and for for Mallorca it was definitely different um not as high thankfully <laughs> but I mean in the beginning because the first couple holes they played very tough I mean the the first hole um in Mallorca is very long into the wind and then the second hole part three was also really really long into the wind and on a really you know um pin on a tight green and it was just you know I mean just because of that you felt like you know you're so nervous already in the beginning and then you know it plays really tough in the, in the first couple holes it was also also very um my heartbeat was <laughs> very rushing too but then after I think I birdied on the third hole and then it was better and the re and the reaction to winning I mean both events how is how is that for you going and obviously um after Mallorca you were straight off to Spain then for the season finale but overall like what was it like um back home and the reception to you winning both events um it was I mean it's an incredible feeling and you know I can definitely feel the support from everybody at home too um I know that my my golf club where basically all my friends are at and um, the coaches and everybody they were so so happy and so proud and all the members too I mean so many people um, watched it and I got so many messages of just members and um, teammates that are, you know, um, watching it in the car or, you know, stopping everything they, they're doing and just, you know, like <clears throat> watching it and cheering and stuff. And yeah, it was, I mean, I would have never expected it, but it was, you know, such a great feeling to have that. Yeah, Bastian Schweinsteiger in uh, in New York, yeah. didn't we? Came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I I also yeah. didn't know, but then all of a sudden, um, uh, one of the promoters told me, and I was like, no way. And then um, he was so nice that he actually waited too, to you know take a picture, and then we had a quick talk, and he was super nice. So it's yeah, it was a great experience. Yeah, what did he say after you won? Um, I mean, he obviously said congratulations and all this kind of stuff, and then um. We just kind of talked about, you know, the whole um, situation and um, I asked him when he, if he was watching for a little while or if he just came and then he told me that he was just, you know, watching, standing on 18 and watching the press ceremony and I think maybe even the last putt or something. Um, but that <laughs> the other German girls, they were watching his kids for a second and then we talked about his kids quick and 
yeah it was it was a good talk yeah it was fun i just remember we we got you in for the photo and your mom was like straight yeah, there yeah i know wanting to get a... <laughs> no because i think he um, really even congratulated her earlier when i was still at the prize ceremony i think he came up to her and talked to her and she was like oh my god oh my god <laughs> kind of so when she saw me taking a picture with him she was obviously like oh i want one for two i want a picture so <laughs> yeah i mean you only have a i mean it's only a once in a lifetime chance if he's there and you know maybe you will never see him again so I can definitely feel for her that she she was running <laughs> good stuff and I mean just overall then so we obviously had you on the podcast well a little under a year ago now and you were talking all about your expectations yeah. as a rookie on tour and you had your goals and I think you said to us you know you wanted to win the rookie of the year race, but you had no real expectations and, you know, just keeping your card and just, just enjoying it really. So almost a year later, two wins on tour. Now with your LPGA card, like, did you, did you expect any of this and how, how did the year play out in the end for you? No, I didn't expect it. I think in the podcast, I also said one goal would definitely to be, uh, to win one tournament and um, I won two. So I guess that's that's really exciting um but I mean it was more of a I mean it's obviously always a goal but it's also a little bit of a dream and you know that the dream came true is really exciting and you know just the best feeling ever and um I mean that the whole year turned out to be like this I mean my mom and I always talk about it and we would have never expected it to be like this. And also now with, you know, um, gaining a little bit of LPJ status is also um, just the cherry on top. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, obviously that win in Mallorca meant that you ended up being one of six people who could have won the race cost their soul at the end of the year, which I'm sure you weren't expecting before that event. So then obviously we had you in on the photo shoot and you were doing other bits and bobs. Yeah, could you have ever imagined that suddenly that last three months of your season would change so dramatically? Yeah, exactly. I mean, after I won in Mallorca, I was like, oh, wow, I actually have a chance. I mean, you know, because... I mean, obviously, sometimes you're joking about, oh, I just need to win the last two weeks, you know, to still win the the um, race to Costa del Sol. And then you won the first week and you're like, oh, <laughs> what just happened, you know? Um, but I mean, obviously, um, everybody was playing so great and always also towards the end. So it was it was obviously really tough to do it again. Um, and uh, but I'm. I mean, I'm more than happy how it turned out and also um, more than happy about my eighth place finish and in the end of the year. So, I mean, if somebody would have told me before, I would have never, never believed, <laughs> believed it. Yeah. But sort of going into 2024 now, we spoke about just goals then from last year. So how does that change going into 2024? What are your goals for this year, Alex? Um, I would say playing in Olympia would be one goal. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's always it's always a dream to play in Olympia one time in the Olympic Games and, um, you know, representing your country and you always watch it as a little kid and um, and being there would be incredible. So that would definitely be um, one goal of, of mine. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely a win again would be nice. Um <laughs> um yeah and just you know really enjoy all the tournaments it's obviously going to be a little bit different because I'm going to um, also try to play a couple of tournaments on the LPJ and you know also on the LET so it's definitely going to be a little bit different um, and you know playing on the, all these tournaments on the LPJ um, is going to be new again um, but then hopefully I can always come back to the LET and be like oh Thank God I already know what to do a little bit. So, yeah, that will be refreshing. Um, but, you know, I mean, you never know how the year is going to be. So I'm just going to take it one step at a time. Yeah. And in terms of your rookie year then, come on, we want to know, like, who who sort of took you under your wing? Who was like, uh, you know, as a rookie, who was really helpful, would you say, for your first year? Um, I mean, all, you know, all the Germans are always really helpful. Um, 
just because you know them for so long already, um, like Leonie Ham, you know, Sophie Witt and um, Laura Fünfstück and all, all, the, all these girls. And um, I mean, I would say, I wouldn't say there was one, one particular person, but I asked everybody <laughs> that I could find, I would say. Um, but yeah, it's just really nice, you know, having um, other Germans on tour and, you know, knowing them for so many years. And and if you really, you know, need any help, um, you know that they're there. But um, also you guys from the LET, I felt like I could always, you know, just ask questions and also dumb questions. <laughs> Say, yeah, I spent a lot of time with Emma. I mean, I know that she was a rookie as well, but... Um, you know, we just try to manage it through together, kind of, and uh, that was really nice that um, she was always there, too, and um, yeah, I mean, you're kind of alone, I would say, uh, traveling and all this stuff if you don't have somebody from home, but on the other side, you're also not alone. Um, there's always, always somebody that will um, join you for dinner or help you if you have a question, so yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, that was actually one of our questions we got in. And I think it was from uh, Clemens, actually, who's uh, Emma's coach, isn't isn't he? And he asked, what's it actually like? Yeah. Uh, what's it been like traveling with Emma this past year? And he also said, has she taught you any Austrian words, Austrian German words? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's always fun with her. We have a lot of fun. Um, we know each other for a very long time. and um, And I don't know, I just think that we get along really well. And... It's always, I mean, I feel like I can talk to her whenever I need something or, you know, after a bad round or something, you can always, you know, talk to each other. And so I think that's really important. But she, yeah, she taught me a couple, couple Austrian words um, because even though it's the same language, it's still, still a little different dialect. And I, sometimes I'm also like, what did she say? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely always fun fun traveling with her yeah and you obviously picked her as a captain in uh in Saudi Arabia in the last Aramco event didn't you how's that because I know you love those teams yeah definitely too. you played obviously Alessandra yeah uh who you were in college yeah, with and then you I, played with Emma so you had some good teams yeah I picked I mean I yeah in the beginning I wasn't I was um picked I was the one who was picked but then I was able to be a captain which was obviously also a change uh, but I really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, one time I took um, Alessandra, which was fun. And the other time I I picked Emma. So I think I had, I mean, the teams that I really, really wanted. And um, the last round with Emma was obviously also really fun in, in Saudi. So yeah, we had a great team going on. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to do it again, to play the Aramco team series again. And and being a captain again, hopefully, and or most likely, probably, and yeah, picking people again, it's always nice. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've got one from me, George, before we go on to the the Q and A, because we asked the people, uh, Lexi, what what they want to know about you. So we've got a load of questions, um, but just a, a, bit, okay. a few more from us before then. Um, in terms of last year, kind of. What would you say the biggest thing that you learned about yourself during the season um, as a rookie? What was the biggest thing that you took away from yourself? Um, uh, I would say, I mean, I would say probably staying patient. I think that was one of the biggest things because um, in the beginning, everything is so new and you, you know, you put a lot of pressure on yourself and you kind of, want it to happen in a way um so you know you make every single tournament and every single day to the most most important one ever and uh you know and sometimes that doesn't work and you know if you just you know ha let it happen to you it's sometimes in golf I would say a little bit better than trying to force anything so um that's definitely one thing I learned and that's why in the end I was also a bit more relaxed on the course and you know I was like okay it's just one hole of many holes to come and it's just one day it's just one tournament if you know if the whole week wasn't wasn't your week and I mean you never know how you wake up and how you feel and you never know 
you know, how you play and yeah, it's just, you know, you have to adapt to, to the weather and to other things outside of the course. So yeah, I think just being patient was probably the most important one, but I still have to learn. Of course, continual learning process. And then in terms yeah, of the, exactly. the places that you got to go to last year on the LET, what, what were some of your standout locations? Um, oh, I felt like it was so many new countries that I've never been to that it's hard to, you know, talk about all of them. But I think I've always wanted to go to Asia. Um, so going to Singapore and going to Hong Kong was definitely really exciting. I mean, I really, really enjoyed Hong Kong. Obviously, yeah, there was a typhoon, but um, still, it was very, very nice. I mean, I always if I was going to places um, that I've never been before or like special places, I always tried to, you know, um, take an afternoon to, you know, go, go check out the city or something. So that's what I did for Hong Kong and Singapore. Um, and I really lo loved it. I mean, it was so nice because it's so different to, you know, what you're used to in Europe. So it was really, really interesting to see. But I also really enjoyed um, South Africa because, I mean, that's that, that was a different one I've never seen. Or Kenya. Kenya was also a great experience. Um, or Saudi Arabia. I've also never been to Saudi Arabia before. So, yeah, it was just overall, I mean, so many exciting places, so many things to see. And, um, I mean, it's hard to pick a favorite, favorite place from last yeah, of year. Course. I was hoping you were going to say Hong Kong because I remember seeing you out and about a lot. We're always bumping into each other when we when we were eating. Yeah, that's somewhere. true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. No, I mean, yeah, I would say Hong Kong was probably one of my favorites um cuz just the city was so I mean, standing um by the water um in the city and just seeing the skyline and you know all the tall buildings was insane I mean because I live in Berlin and we don't really have that many you know high buildings which was which is also nice um but then seeing the complete opposite was mind-blowing you know I mean you're just standing there and you you know you can't believe what you're seeing right now so yeah it was really cool and we'll obviously be seeing you first two events of this season then so we've got Kenya and Saudi back to back it's come around quicker than mm -hmm. uh quick enough for but yeah how excited are you for those events yeah very exciting I mean it's um like I said about uh Switzerland it's obviously nice now going to places that places that I've been before and um you know knowing the courses and knowing what you can expect and stuff and I think you can also prepare for those a little bit better um because last year I mean I've never been to Kenya before and it's um it's definitely special so um when you get there it's everything is so new and um and being prepared now is definitely definitely better but yeah I'm I'm very excited I mean also big part of that is definitely that I know the courses already and um you know that it doesn't feel so new to you so yeah but I'm also excited for warmer weather for sure yeah tell me about <laughs> it like can you yeah <laughs> yeah very warm I think we're gonna be very hot all day all week george bring probably extra, sunburn too extra sun yeah, yeah i need factor yeah, 50 <laughs> i've got my back, bucket hat though for i've got my big bucket hat yeah i remember that yeah i remember that um a lot of the girls last last year um probably also in the past years um but me included were burnt on the on the top of the yeah. hand because it's yeah. so hard to put sunscreen on on top of it and um, I've never seen this before you know having such a bad sunburn on the top of your hand and which was crazy because everybody was coming out of the winter break seeing no sun for a couple weeks you know and then all of a sudden you come to Kenya in high 30s and you know completely burnt <laughs> oh god yeah, I, be careful then and any rookies yeah. listening, make sure to bring your hat because the same happened to me the yeah. first time I went. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Lots of sunscreen. It's very important in Kenya for sure. Yeah. But aside from like the golf then, what sort of big advice would you have for our rookies this year? Because we've got 
a lot of rookies again. Nicola, I know you've got the exact number. What is it? Four, 40, 50, 60? 64. There yeah. 64 rookies. That's 64 crazy. rookies. It's yeah. a lot. <laughs> and loads of new countries really this year. Like, crazy. We were going through the stats. So it's cool. So, yeah, what would you say? Like, the big, big advice. Good question. Probably talk to a lot of people. That's what I did. Um, just, you know, just ask questions about, you know, the tournament where you're going to, if there's something that you need to bring, like Kenya, for example. I mean, obviously, when you see it's being very hot, um, then, you know, you need to bring sunscreen. But, um, for example, Kenya is also very, very dusty um, with red sand. So, you know, bringing um not your best shoes would probably be a good idea you know um just shoes that can get dirty and just you know a couple um you know questions like that to be better prepared because then i think the better prepared you are the better you feel because then you're not like oh my god i missed that or i totally forgot about that or something so i think always asking questions is probably the best solid all right, Nicola, any more yeah. before we jump on some fan questions? No, let's let's dive into the fan questions. Perfect. Right, see so... what everyone has to say. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I asked one already about uh, about Emma. but uh... Right, this is a good one. Someone was straight in there with a big question here. but And I don't think it's so much for this year, but in the future. How much is the Solheim Cup on your mind? And how much is that something you want to play in uh, moving forward in your career? Um, I mean, it would obviously also be another another dream, like um, playing in the Olympic Games. Um, I think it's such a great uh, team event, and I mean, I was never able to play the Junior Soam Cup, but I played the Junior Rider Cup, so it's similar, I would say. Um, but it's just, I think you know, playing in the team is always nice. Um, Golf is obviously a sport of, you know, an individual person, but, you know, having the same thing as a team and just the team spirit would be, you know, really cool to experience and just, you know, representing whole Europe would be amazing. So, yeah, that would be definitely a dream of mine. Yeah. Did you go in, was it 2015? It was in Germany. Did you go watch? I can't remember if I asked you. I watched, yeah. I went to St. Leonrod, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. I watched and it was really, I mean, so many people and I mean, really overwhelming, but it was so fun to watch. So I was like, when I was there, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to play. Nice. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be awesome. And the Olympics as well. Yeah. I think so many, I mean, looking at the rankings the other day, there's so many LET players that are going to play in the Olympics, hopefully playing the Olympics. So, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, really I know. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And especially also because it's in Paris, you know, it's not too far away from home. Um, I already know the course and all this stuff. So, you know, playing in it would be amazing. Oh, you've already played uh, the Golf National? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played in the uh, World Championship, World Amateur Championship in 2022. And um, yeah, and it was, I mean, we had a great week. It was an awesome course. So, yeah. Nice. Right. Somebody else asks, um, how is your year looking then schedule wise and how are you going to sort of juggle playing on the two tours now that you've obviously earned LPGA status as well? Um, I've actually only planned until April, I think, because it was a lot, you know, finding out. I mean, because you on the LPGA um my status is not as high that I really know which tournaments I can get into. So, I mean, I can obviously have a guess which tournaments I'm able to play. Um, but so that's why I was just overlapping the two um, uh, schedules. And um, until April, I'm going to start on the LET and then um, play, I think, two or three tournaments on the LPJ. Yeah. And then nice. we'll see. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, a random one. Somebody said, what is your favorite German food? Oh, that's actually a hard one because, I mean, I, there's a lot of things that I really, really like. Um, Schnitzel is obviously, I mean, the most obvious one. But um, Bratwurst is really nice, you know, sausage. Um, 
that you can get everywhere in the city and um, or um, something called Buletten. They're called a little bit different around Germany, but it's basically just like a meat patty um, or just like a meat ball. It's like a mix between a patty and a ball. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and um, there's like, you know, ground beef in it, um, onion, herbs, um, breadcrumbs, egg, all this kind of stuff. So, and then you put it in the pan and it's very delicious. So, um, but yeah, I think those two are, or those three are probably my most favorite. You do a lot of cooking yourself? Um, I did when I was in college. I mean, now I don't have much time, honestly. Um, but, you know, nothing is compared to the schnitzel or the bulletin my mom makes. So <laughs> it's tough to say no to those. <laughs> yeah. And where was the best? I'm trying to think. Somebody asked yesterday, where's the best place this year for food? I don't know if you have I mean, Hong Kong was nice. If you like Asian food, I think Hong Kong was a special one. Um, but after the week, I was also, <laughs> I need some, you know, potatoes and some, you know, something other than just dumplings. But for one week, it's nice. Nice. Somebody else asked, what was the best? Wait, where was it? What was the best piece of advice another player gave you this year? Oh, good question. Um, hmm. That's a big one. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I feel like I've gotten so many that I don't really, I can't really pick the best one. Um, but I mean, I would, I mean, I would say probably like I already said, you know, ask questions as many as you can, and you know, use the resources that you that you know are offered to you from the LET or um, from other players or you know just use everything that you can and always always ask questions I mean never feel like you don't know how to ask a question or you can't ask a question so and that's what I did if I was a little lost then I always asked somebody nice one right bit off topic what tv series are you watching at the minute um i'm watching i've already watched this one but i'm watching gossip girl right now <laughs> i feel like that's a really popular one for the girls but um it's just i don't know <laughs> it's just great entertainment entertainment sometimes so yeah if i if i feel like i have nothing else to do then i watch gossip girl yeah but i also like to watch documentaries something useful other than gossip girl so yeah i think you said this before is it you that watches like historical documentaries yeah i mean yeah. just all the documentary documentaries that you can find basically um there's a couple of good youtube channels where you can find great documentaries but also german tv they show a lot of documentaries always i feel like i don't know if it's a german thing but <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can, if you want turn on the TV, you always find the documentary. <laughs> Good stuff. And then, so before the season starts, we're only what, two weeks away now. Um, you mm -hmm. said you're off to Mallorca tomorrow. Yeah. What else have you got planned before, before we get to Kenya? Um, I'm actually, yeah, I'm flying tomorrow on Saturday and coming back on Wednesday. And then I think I leave for Kenya on Sunday. So I only have four days in between at home again if I um until I leave for Kenya so I mean just what I always did practice um and yeah go into the city again a couple times because I think that's probably what what I'm gonna miss when I'm gone um spend time with my mom but she's also coming to Kenya with me so but yeah I think the the four days that I'm home are gonna fly by and then um all of a sudden I'm in Kenya already playing the first tournament. Nice. Are oh, you just, you're Berlin, right? Mm-hmm. She reminded my, my, uh, my mom and dad are going to Berlin this weekend and she is, I've been, oh, nice. oh, I can't remember. She texted me like, oh, you need to send me some recommendations. And I completely forgot until you've just said that you're heading into the city. So where should they go in Berlin? Where's, where's the, where's the good place? Oh, um, I mean, depends on if you want to, you know, go for sightseeing then, um, Brandenburger 
Tor, Brandenburger Gate, that's what it's called in English, um, is a real, I mean, it's a must to see or the TV tower um, or, you know, also learn about the history on the, um, on the um, Berlin Wall. Um, I think that's a must if when you go to Berlin and you want to learn about, you know, history and stuff because um, you see it all over the city. So um, that's actually also what I did in the winter break. I went like um, you can go under um, underground in Berlin and you can, you know, walk around there and um, see how, you know, the tunnels that people um, dock into the ground and all this kind of stuff. So I think in um, Berlin, you can do so many things for a weekend. Yeah. Good stuff. I'll pass it on then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Nicola, any final ones then before our little last last game? Just one thing. I'm still amazed you, you're watching Gossip Girl. I feel like you're too young, but you're not that young. I don't know. It's just because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a teenager no. when it came out, so I feel like I was like... Yeah, I mean, I know. It's actually, it's gotten so old now. I mean, it's it's been probably... When did it come out? In 2011? Like, but It was before that. Like, yeah. it started in, like, yeah, 08. Or 2008 definitely... or something? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's I why I was like... Somewhere... Isn't there a remake? No. No, there no, is. So... There is oh. one, but I wouldn't. Oh, oh no, no, I'm not yeah. watching that one. Don't no, no. watch I'm that. Watching just the original one. Watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just watch the original. It's fine. It is yeah, a bit yeah, dated, no. but it's fine. <laughs> I remember I got that halfway through, but never finished it. Oh, you they, did? I did. Bad. Yeah, someone ruined it for me, and then I was like, I just because uh, somebody you told you who Gossip Girl was, right, yeah, and then I was like, what's yeah, the point now? Tiring. Yeah, that's but... tough, but. <laughs> I mean, it's, I feel, I've watched it a couple of times, you know, and I have actually many friends that always keep rewatching it. So maybe that's just a thing with Gossip Girl. I don't know. But also you have like how many seasons? 10 or something? There's quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it's, you can, Constantly I mean, it's always, it. yeah. If you finished <laughs> with the, you know, 10th season, you already forgot about the first one kind of, you know? <laughs> So you can start rewatching it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. A lot of TV series like that. Uh, when you're on a plane, yeah. so like when you go mm -hmm. to Kenya, do you watch TV, movies, read a book, listen to music, sleep? Or sleep? It depends um, on the time you know, of the yeah, flight, does, George. And the person, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, and exactly. the person. Yeah. But if it's a, yeah, if it's a really long flight, you know, you always go into a really long flight and you're like, oh, I'm going to watch this movie, I'm going to watch that movie. And then, you know, you sit down before the plane takes off and you scroll like through the movies that are offered. And I'm like always favoriting like five, but I never watch one. It's so strange. I always just sit there and like listen to music, try to sleep and then, you know, get food and stuff. And then all of a sudden I never watched a movie. So it's kind of strange. Sometimes I do watch movies. Um, other times I just sit there and listen to music or try to sleep. On the flight to Hong Kong, I tried to sleep as much as I could because it was like a 15-hour hour flight. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. So, But I think even on that one, I didn't even watch. I maybe watched one movie, which is crazy because you could I... watch so many movies in that yeah. time. Yeah, I only watched two, I think on the 14 hours like yeah that's also not yeah. a lot i mean i would say you could watch at least six but then yeah. you would yeah i mean then your eyes would definitely hurt <laughs> i felt definitely fell asleep halfway through one and then woke yeah up see that. that's that's what happens to me too and then yeah exactly and then i just don't watch one i don't know yeah <laughs> that's it we'll, we'll go on to our final our new, oh yeah our new new game then for the new year uh, and I, I probably should have thought of a witty name for it, Nicola, but we're just going to call it Perfect Player for now, before I think of something yeah. cooler. But <laughs> So I'm going to list five categories, and I want you to like pick a player that comes to mind or like pick your perfect player based off like each category of the golf game. Oh, so God. They've got to be like, LE, they gotta be like within the LET, so LET members, so pick, oh, with, pick, within pick the your LET, perfect okay. LET player. So I'll start off, and this should be an easy one, I hope. Well isn't me but so driver so so yeah for each category i pick a player that make the perfect player so we'll start with driving um oh 
Hoshi's already shown them. Yeah, I'm always, you know, I remember when you also asked me questions, you know, tell me a joke. I always have to think about it. I don't know why. It's never, you know, something that comes to my mind so quickly. Um, so we should have sent, we should have sent these to you before. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. So best driver. Um, I wonder, because I feel like there's so many people. I mean, I feel like we're all hitting our drives great. I mean, there's not one person where I would say. I mean, I'm just thinking like distance I mean, in my head, but probably as a pro, you probably, probably oh, thinking distance. different. Oh, distance. I don't know. I mean, if it's distance, then definitely Polly, Mac. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's hitting it. Because I think she's also, she was also um, uh, the first, or um, on the first ranking in um, on the LPJ stats. So, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. So definitely her. I mean, if it's distance-wise, then I played with her, actually, in the um, second stage, uh, sorry, third stage, um, LPGA qualifying score and it was like you could build a supermarket between our balls it was crazy you know I feel like I flushed it and then all of a sudden she's just walking by you and you're like damn it <laughs> yeah so yeah I think in India she her. was just not even hitting driver like didn't really need to so yeah I mean it's crazy it's good so, okay that's a solid impressive. solid uh first one then okay uh <laughs> I am play then I would say three shot solid yeah Good ball striker. Uh, wedge play and short, well, short game. Short game. Um, good question. Problem I also have with answering the questions is that I never re even remember the courses and all the, you know, if I go after the round, I play with people and I don't even know my game or their game. So that's why it's always a bit hard to answer the question. Um, oh, I have a good one. Emma Spitz. Her wedge game is very nice it's always it's always the i call it the austrian hands good answer <laughs> nice uh putting putting um oh sarah shaker i hope oh I yeah. Her last yeah, name yeah, yeah yeah she's really i yeah i remember the um i remember the eagle putt she held out on in mallorca, in yeah. mallorca. yes i always remember that one that was that was nice. Yeah. Oh, she. I think feel like she puts really aggressively. Like she puts. Yeah. Naked. Obviously, I mean, you should do that. But you know, she's like. And I guess when the putt is hot, you have a different mindset than you, and you you feel like you probably can make everything. You hit him harder, but she always just like really, really doesn't leave anything short ever. No, but it's. I mean, it works perfectly because she's a great putter. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. At the end of the last season, seeing sort of yourself, her. Tree shot, all really as rookies, um, you know, already mm -hmm. the game matured so much, and you're, you're, yeah, it was great to see. Yeah, that was exciting. as well for the I rookie mean, race in the end. I mean, yeah, I know it was so hard, but I knew I couldn't, I couldn't be tree shot because she was playing too good. I mean, every single week she was, I feel like every single week she was in the top ten, and she was playing so good, it was crazy. So I knew I, I'm not gonna make the rookie race. But, um, yeah, I mean, she definitely deserved it because every single week she just, you know, played so great. And, and yeah, it was really impressive. But for you, sorry, I'm going off topic now because it kind of came to my head. But I feel like it was because all your, like I say, all your games matured throughout the year and you, you got better and better. But it was like, I feel like from probably Lacea onwards, wasn't it? Same with Sarah. But for you as well, I think from Lacea onwards, your game really improve like yeah what, what was the turning point for you was it just a case of more events under your belt or was there something that, that clicked differently yeah I think it just clicked you know I mean uh, La Serie was um, my first top 10 and um, it was also a little bit of a confidence boost you know knowing that you can trust your game and that you are playing good and you know you just need to keep it going and stuff and so I think that was really just a um yeah just like a click um so and then yeah I think also La Sea was pretty much mid-season right yeah yeah July so yeah I mean you obviously also learn a lot um in the first half of the season and um and then I feel like you've already played so many tournaments and experienced so much that you you know you can just learn out of it and then do it better or try to do it better nice 
Good answer. And final one then, our perfect player, uh, mentality, mindset. So you've got all those players' attributes, but then whose who's brain do you want? Oh, good question. Um, I feel like all the all the girls that I've that have been on tour for a longer time, I feel like they look more relaxed. And so I would say I'd probably put them in a whole category, you know, just you know, the more experienced players, you know, having yeah, exactly, having the you know the whole experience and stuff. For example, um, I don't know. Let me. I wonder if I can think about somebody in particular. For example, um, Linda. Lesberg, yeah. Lesberg, yeah. I, I mean, because I feel like she's she always just looks so experienced and so you know calm and you know that nothing ever could happen. So I feel like that's that's definitely something that I would like to have. Yeah, nice one. A veteran, yeah, for sure. Good answer. Perfect uh, player, as told by Alexander Forsling. Good stuff. Right, we won't keep you much longer, Lexi, because we've been chatting almost an hour now, and you've got a flight to catch. What time are you going tomorrow? I'm at three. Oh, okay. So oh, we'll keep you another hour. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It's almost dinner time, so. Yes, yes, absolutely. But no, thanks a lot for joining us again. Um, yes, thank you. Congrats again on such a great end to, to last season, and uh, good luck you. for this season. We'll obviously see you out in Kenya, so we'll both be there. The Perfect. First yes. two events, um, you will be as well. So, yeah, chasing title number Perfect. three. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Perfect. Well, thank you guys. As always, give us a follow on socials at LET Golf, and we'll see you next week. It's a competition clinching shot. The LET Golf Podcast, the official podcast of the Ladies European Tour.